0: Before we start this episode of Two Guys, One Cup, just a reminder that this show is now available only on Listener. Download the app and listen for free. And now, on with the show. Australian rules football is the greatest game on earth. But it's not to say it couldn't be better. If only there were two people completely unqualified to talk about it, yet utterly prepared to do so. Two people like that might have some radical ideas. Two people like that might just be the footy fixes hello i'm charlie clausen and he's scott dooley and we're here to fix football whether you like it or not and this week scott we are talking about one of the unique quirks of aussie rules the father-son rule and Mm. the father-daughter rule
1: i love i love the father father father-son thing my concern is uh, that it could lead to eugenics and and this is something that I feel is is something the AFL it's a it's a looming catastrophe for the AFL where we will have clubs essentially using star players as sires, um, and, and 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 I'm not suggesting that you're going to have um, players having to. You know, have sexual intercourse with each other, particularly now with the AFLW. But what I yeah. am worried about is is um, reproductive material being harvested right. by by
0: clubs in order to create a a generation of super footballers. Um, designer Designer sperm is what you're kind of arguing here. Is that's that right? what I'm
1: getting at. Yeah, exactly what I'm getting at. And and we've also got now designer eggs. Um, yeah. So. And, and what I'm concerned about there from there is, of course, the idea of what happens uh, when a clone is created. When we create this great footballer and we start to clone him and him and her, um, does that fall under the auspice of the father-son rule? Or is
0: this person now a free agent? These are what? my big concerns. But other than that, I love the father-son rule. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a fantastic um, science science documentary called Multiplicity, um, which uh, approaches this very subject. And what I think you'll find, Scott, is when you make a clone of a clone, the actual uh, quality of the clone decreases. So I don't think you have to worry about Dustin Martin version 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, because if the movie Multiplicity taught me anything, it's by the time we get to 5.0, He's barely going to make the team. In fact, it would be so lucky they, if he's getting a game in the twos.
1: I I don't remember this film, but they are working on the theory that the quality diminishes much like a photocopy if you A 100%.
0: I believe that photocopy. is the exact okay. example they use. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So so this then sparks a new thing where let's we've got it. we live in the real world. We have to accept that um, there will be a generation of kind of genetically superior footballers created. And then they will therefore be cloned. So, do we have then like uh, various cloned leagues, like the three timers, the four timers, oh, the five timers? And, and the lower you get, it kind of becomes kind of funny. And maybe yeah, we yeah. could set up like a funny um, league. Banana peels and, you know, yeah. things like that. They have, <laughs> one of them drives around a little car. I don't know. like And it's just like. It's oh, I get this. So like, it's, like the, it's,
0: like, it's like the jackass of Aussie rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got like a little wee man. There's like a little wee Dusty who comes out. It's like... Yeah, Yeah, maybe it happens It's like those bank ads. It's just like, you know, you get these tiny little versions of the players you like.
1: Well, I don't know if they're all going to be smaller. Like one of them might have like a really big hand. Like
0: because (laughs) things are going to go wrong. Right. So you're saying let's really play God. When we get the DNA, let's manipulate... So are you saying... Okay, God, you've just opened my mind. Stuart Lowe. I mean, yes. buckets. Buckets. We all How know many eggs?
1: How many eggs?
0: <laughs> 40 plus eggs, at least. 40 plus eggs you could hold in those giant bucket hands. So if you could somehow like um, uh, uh, isolate the gene that created those enormous hands, and oh, then you could then sell that. Yeah. So once you're splicing, so imagine that. So you've got like, you get Dusty Martin's uh, DNA, um, maybe Dusty, you get Dusty Martin's sperm and Daisy Pierce's egg, and then you get them together. And then you start taking like isolated genes of all these different AFL superstars to create like the ultimate father-son, uh, daughter-son, father-daughter <laughs> uh, AFL player. So
1: so in that case- And, then, you, and
0: you make one female you... and one male so you can play in both leagues. That's right. Oh, oh, absolutely. So, but what I'm what I'm
1: seeing here then is this 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 divide within the league between the organics and the synthetics. Yeah, and oh, maybe okay. that could be our new state of origin. Oh
0: yes, fantastic. Yeah.
1: So the organics, you know, and. Because I do like the idea. Okay, so it's going to have Stuart Lowe's hands, and it's going to have Dustin Martin's yeah. fend, and it's going to have Tony Lockett's right leg, and it's, yeah. you know all these things. Um, and I love the, uh, Who, who uh, had
0: the uh, best face in football? Ah, uh, like um, Lockie Weller, I reckon he's pretty handsome, or Jack Steele, pretty oh, yeah, handsome.
1: Yeah, um, cousins. Cousins is a good-looking guy.
0: Yeah, he still is. He looks all right. I mean. I think you you you're tempting fate by putting that DNA into someone.
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah, you'd probably
0: try to, yeah, you'd probably try to get rid of that. So can yeah, I? I don't know. I I do, kind of what what I think is great about this idea as well, I mean, is that when you see David King on Fox Footy in the lab, mm. rather than it just being a green screen, let's see him in an actual like uh, uh, embryonics lab. Where he's like, oh, you know, we, uh, we just got, um, uh, we've isolated uh, the Dusty Martin Fendoff gene. Um, we've got mm. the Jeremy Howell leap. Uh, you know, we're just mixing all these together in the Petri dish. And in nine months, we're going to have the best. And the great thing about this is, at the moment, with Father Sons, in the way it's drafted is like, you can obviously, other players can bid on them, but the club that has, you know, the links, the 100 games related to their club, they're the ones who get first choice. But this is kind of like the ultimate father-son, especially. Oh, Jules, I'm just. This is just occurring to me now. If we take mm. the best player from each club and we isolate the gene from all of those players and we put it into the petri dish, so next mm. and then you know we grow that baby. Then by um, uh, the uh, I, I, we can either we can either have clubs bidding for them the day they're born and then they have to wait 18 years, or like. Arnold Schwarzenegger and twins, we can just raise this child to be the ultimate human being, the ultimate athlete, the ultimate footballer. And then every player gets to build up their points and bid on this kid in 18 years' time as the ultimate father.
1: Yeah. I, well, it depends. So I, <clears throat> I would see this kind of experimentation being done right on a club-by-club basis. So the okay. scientists now become very important. Um, I do like the idea of King being like, and this guy's here, this is embalming fluid that you've got. it. You think you wouldn't have it here, but this is very important, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, think the AFL has to step in though and say, you could only, um, have six mutations per player. Okay. Now this would lead of course, to a rogue league where anything goes. Oh, right, and right, I, yeah. I fear that that would become more popular.
0: <laughs> when you say it's a rogue league where anything goes you mean there's unlimited numbers of you can uh, do whatever you want you can do whatever anything you
1: want. you want you can have your full forwards got tentacles i don't give a shit this is the mfl mutants only baby and then and and that would create I, and then and then I think what would end up happening is the MFL would get more popular than the AFL. The AFL would then start saying, all right, well, your best team plays our best team in a Super Bowl style event, and then both leagues would eventually merge and create you know one under one umbrella. But there'll be some bumpy years is what I'm concerned about for the
0: AFL. Well, do you think that we're maybe limiting what the father son, or the father-daughter or the mother-daughter or the mother-son, which I'm sure is will be coming soon, are we limiting it to just players? Like, should it be a case where, um, like, you know, uh, if you're a junior footballer and your dad umpires in your junior footy mm. games, which is pretty common, mm. and you get drafted, can we do a son-father rule where it's like, oh, congratulations. You've taken Jason Horn Francis at number one. And guess what, North Melbourne? You've also got his dad find him a job at the club. <laughs> right. oh. I mean, didn't didn't oh, Melbourne actually that. No, GWS actually did that, didn't they? When GWS poached Tom Scully, didn't they also poach his dad, Scully's dad as, yeah, a little, as a little as a little kind of sweetener? It's like, oh yeah, yeah we've yeah, uh, yeah. we've got a job in uh, finance, uh, the digital department.
1: I know yeah, I know in the I know that the um I know there were rumours around Carlton in the 70s where a lot of the wives were on, you know, had job titles around the social club.
0: And it was just a way to kind of pay their husbands a bit more money. Well, I think it, it creates an interesting prospect for the club. If you are drafting the son and then you also are going to take one of the parents... You know how they do the home interviews and they assess, like, the suitability of their character and, you know, do they make up – do they clean up their room and all that kind of stuff? Like, imagine, yeah. you know, you're interviewing the two Cloak boys and then, you know, David Cloak comes out and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, uh, if we well, take so, – so now this, this is
1: – So now what we have to do is we need to make sure that the jobs are legitimate. So maybe it can only be one of four things. You're the chief marketing officer, you're the...
0: um, (laughs) I love how that was the first one. The most disposable of all the roles at a club, chief marketing officer.
1: No, yeah, okay, maybe that's not right. No, no, I I agree.
0: (laughs) I think you're onto something there.
1: Well, what if you're the the coach, you're the director of football, you're the um, doctor... Or um, you are the what's the four, yeah, the president? They're the four okay. only four roles you can have
0: right oh, well, how about we'll start we'll, we'll, we'll give them uh, jobs in every level. So what about bootstutter? So you can start at bootstutter or you can go it can start at bootstutter it can go as high as the board. There are the four levels so it's like okay we're gonna we're gonna draft um, uh, 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 this kid but we think his father is a, a bit of an idiot. So why don't we just give him like a real menial job in the change rooms? Or you draft a kid and you're like, well, this guy's father's like a bloody QC. Let's get him on the board.
1: So just to go back to your first example. So we're going to get this kid and his dad's a dance. So we're going to put him in this property position, steward. which which I would say, which I would say is very disrespectful to those that do those jobs. And, and that's not what we're here to do. This isn't our system. This is the AFL system. Don't shoot the messenger. What if I then come in as a rival club and I say, oh, I reckon he could be our head of conditioning. Oh, yeah. And now that's how I overbid you instead of it being yeah, points right, right, and right. draft picks. and You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's good. Because, yeah, that, that's a risk reward scenario for the club that's drafting then, isn't it? Because it's like, all right, like we really like this kid. But the only role yeah. we have available is CEO, do we... I mean, his father, like, we've done, our, we've done our digging. We don't know we want this guy running our club. He won't accept a role as a property steward. So we're in a... You know, we're wedged on this topic right abide. here. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gold Coast are so desperate mm. to get this draft pick. They're like, we're going to make this guy club... His dad club president. <laughs> so hey, Tony Cochran.
1: Tony Cochran sets up Tony a regime. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. I think that's a great idea because it really puts the onus on the club to go, like, all right, we're approaching this not from just the on-field but from the boardroom as well, or not just the boardroom, like, you know, the inner sanctum. We have to yeah. find a role. because, And that way you're really assessing not just the suitability of the player but the suitability of their family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this is the interesting thing is you kind of say – Hey, Essendon, you've had you've had like fourteen soft tissue injuries in the first two rounds. What do you put it down to? It's our draft pick's dad. He's the doctor now. He's useless. Yeah. Like he's he's really hurting players. We need to make a change. Then maybe you trade him out for a guy who's not as good a footballer, but whose dad is an actual doctor.
0: Yeah, and then oh, that's great. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yeah. then it becomes a real. Um, you know, it becomes a really interesting market there because you go, oh, I see this guy here he used to run BHP. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so, so you're sort of saying like at the end of every season, there's always movements at clubs. You know, players leave, mm. but also staff leave as well. So when you are drafting the following year, you're not just drafting for on-field, you're also drafting, you can only fill those spots from father-sons or father-daughters or, or whatever it is.
1: So a player then inextricably linked to this person for their entire career. So say yes. you get traded yes. to Geelong, you're, yeah. And now Geelong's got a fun, yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. You've got, a, new got, job. got a fun you're role the, for
0: your dad. You're, you're the yeah. backs coach. Yeah, exactly. Corey and right left. We're going to get someone Corey else Enright's in here.
1: That's good. We need someone. Also, your son can play in the Ford pocket, and you're in charge of the backs.
0: Welcome aboard. Oh, uh, so what do you, what do you think about? Um, the idea of, you know, St Kilda for a long time, we have uh, not had much luck with, with father-son's either. Um, you know, the, the, the offspring of, of the star players uh, from that period just aren't interested in football or, you know, Nathan Burke's daughter is playing for the Bulldogs because he's over there now. She's playing for the AFLW side. And she's
1: a, she's a gun
0: as well. What if we could compel the offspring of the star players that they had to play Mm. one year. We conscripted them, regardless if they're interested in football or not. So like Rob Harvey's son, Connor, like I think he's more interested in cricket than football. And it's like, Mm. bad luck. Your father's a legend of the Saints. You're coming and you're playing one year for the Saints, like it or not. And he has to get at least five senior games. (laughs) So he's essentially imprisoned... Until
1: yep. he achieves the incredibly difficult task of playing an AFL game, he's going to do that five times, five and times. then he's released of yep. his own. Listen,
0: I think this is a fantastic
1: like a, idea. I, I don't think it goes far enough, but
0: yeah, yeah. Of course, you need some violence. You need people to die. I was thinking. Like, <laughs> I've been waiting for it. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine ten years because your dad was good at something before you were born. That's ten years of your life
0: gone. Well, I do uh, um, uh, another podcast called Fofop and one of my guests is Guy Davis, whose uh, father is legendary Geelong identity Bob Davis. And Guy grew up with no interest in football. He's a real nerdy kid. He loved just like movies and comic books and all that kind of stuff. And I would love to have seen the career that Guy Davies would have had playing for Geelong with absolutely zero interest in football. And the great thing about it is it's like compulsory service. Like certain countries have compulsory service. You finish high school, you go straight into the armed service. Hey, look. Mm. Bad luck. Your father was a Brownlow medalist. You're going to have to play for either the AFLW version or the AFLM version of of the team, and you do it for five years until you can play five games, or in Scott's, uh, according to your rules, fifty games before you're released. 50. No, I think
1: five. I think five. Five is right because someone could get hurt, and and I, I do wonder though. I do worry about teams being in cahoots. So. Um, you know, say Chris Scott calls Brett Ratton and says, We're gonna play our guy. Yeah, we'll play ours too. And they can okay. just kind of even just each other out. And I think that's something we need to. Out the way. Well so so this is something I'd want the AFL to crack down on. And yeah. um this is why I've always said that we should um chip every uh <laughs> AFL coach with tracking device that also records and so we can have access to all of the conversations they have at all
0: times yeah. to prevent this kind of, um, you know, funny business I, going on. I love, I love that this podcast started with eugenics and now we're on to surveillance, like 24 hour surveillance. When did we pivot into being this fascist? <laughs> well, I, I think I watched a lot of the Winter Games and I got some pretty good ideas from
1: those uh, where that was held. <laughs>
0: Now, Scott, uh, this question about the father-son rule has sparked a furor amongst the Footy Fixers listeners. So let's get straight into their feedback. A lot of great ideas here. This is from at Sean D. Johns. Um, It said it should only apply the father-son rule if the son has the same style, IG, haircut or tats as the father. This rule also applies in the AFLW. The daughter needs to look exactly like her father. What do you think about that? Is that? That's kind of playing to the nostalgia thing. Like It's like when you see Jack Silvani running around, and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. he moves and looks like his yeah. dad. When he gets the floppy hair, he looks like his dad. We love it. Mm. It makes me think of the old days. So <laughs> if too. you're playing, you have to cosplay as your father. Boy or girl, yeah. cosplay as your father.
1: I love that. And maybe, maybe, maybe those players get to wear the old Guernseys. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so, with, so with the, the Dacos, stuff,
0: the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like yeah, Nick Dacos has spices paper on his shoulder,
1: you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff.
0: Bring yeah. like, that That's back. That's great. At uh, L Thompson 95 says, uh, I reckon create a Dalai Lama rule. Each club chooses a former great to decide who's the recreation of them. Selectors travel to Aussie homes and get the children to choose between a series of toys. If they choose the same toys, their whole life becomes footy and they play for that club. So what do you reckon? The golden child rule.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, look, I know this doesn't exist, but could the AFL invest in creating – have you seen Harry Potter with the sorting hat? Could we get a situation like
0: that where we have
1: a – talking. Well, I think what Luke is
0: getting at, though, is that you're appealing to, the, you've got to, the sorting hat has to involve the legend of the club somehow, because we're looking for someone to carry on the mantle. It's like Batman, you know, oh, Batman. Oh, Bruce Wayne right, can right. die as long as someone wears the cape and cowl. So, as long as um, you know, say uh, uh, like Matthew Pavlich is going to anoint mm the new um, Fremantle, who is his successor. So Matthew Pavlich needs to travel Australia until he bonds with a child that he thinks is, yes, this child possesses the same. This, this kid has the Pav. This, this is the new Pav.
1: Are they, and this, so this, is, this could rub people the wrong way, but I, I don't really mind. <laughs> could we right. set it up where there are orphaned children? And we, we 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 follow the seven orphan children, and Matthew Pavlich travels to the center of Australia to to, to choose the oh. one that replaces him. I mean, we dodged Fremantle a Football bullet Club. when you and came then... up with
0: a Gold Coast new mascot. I don't know we're going to dodge <laughs> it when you're talking about orphan children. And but then, go on.
1: And then what we do is we, we then in a seven up style film maybe we call it six up because there's six yeah. left um, yeah. so pav chooses the child so then we we look at the juxtaposition of the fantastic life that the one that matthew pavlich chose and then whatever happens <laughs> to the others and and, and, and
0: when you say whatever happens what you want is it to be horrible and depressing
1: Well, not all of it not all of it i want some of it to be good but what i really want to see is i want to see matthew pavlich grappling with this over the rest of his life that when he sees that perhaps one of them has a job at a mechanic and they don't like it or, you know, whatever it might be that Pav thinks, imagine I chose, imagine I chose her. She could have, she could have been the next Taylor Harris or, uh, and maybe one of them goes on to play in the AFL and Ah, hates the chosen one. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we then train the other ones. In a, in less kind of like, you know, Drago, Drago had a pretty good setup. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Like the child is taken away. It's kind of like Kill Bill style, like trains in a monastery somewhere for like 18 years and it's unleashed on the AFL.
1: But then Uh, the others go and train in like a gulag and then they come back as like super angry people. I don't know. It's just a thought.
0: Uh, this is a great exchange between uh, Footy Fixers listeners. So uh, Jay Smooth uh, quadruple zero 01, which as soon as you see multiple numbers in a handle, you're like, oh, God, like, what is this bot going to say? But I, I feel like this is a real person. So Jay Smooth <laughs> quadruple zero 01 says the father's son is a stupid rule. We have clubs not old enough to have father-sons. We also have clubs like Brisbane that can access the Bears and Fitzroy players, then Port Adelaide who can access Sandful players, although they are different clubs. The draft is to equalize. This rule needs to go. Then at Why Can't I Why I Can't Draw chimes in by saying, Well, alternatively, the Giants can have four year olds on the list. And Jay Smooth responds with, Okay, let the tradition continue. <laughs> so they're doing their job for us.
1: I really like that because I think there should be a thing where every club has to have at least two father-sons at all times. Okay.
0: Yeah, at whatever age. So you like the idea of the, the, the Giants having four-year-olds on the list?
1: Yeah, like like if you're like, hey, we're sorry to do this to you, Shane Mumford, but you're the only guy that's ever played for the GWS Giants that has children, who fulfills yeah. the thing of 50 games or 100 games or whatever it is. Um, and he's like, I've got a seven-year-old who isn't really well. Bring him in on the Monday. We'll we'll get him some gear. Yeah,
0: I think it's a great cute. idea. Yeah, or got there. Yeah, especially little sausages running around. Can you imagine that? <laughs>
1: little snags. Oh, he'd have a funny name like that. Like yeah. yeah. Little Sam.
0: or uh, something, uh, <laughs> a, a, a Frank, what would you call it? Like a wiener. Little wieners. running no, no, Agnag. that's actually... You don't <laughs> want to like say that in kids in the same sentence. Cocktails. Cocktails and sausages. Here we
1: go.
0: <laughs> at Mork UNC, this is great because we haven't really thought about the estranged kids. We had the, the idea of conscription for a reluctant um, footballer, but what about estranged children? So Mark at UNC says, if the son hates his father he should be able to choose to go to his dad's rival team. So imagine if like Darcy Moore had had a terrible relationship with his dad and he said, fuck it, I'm going to Carlton. Amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing?
1: That would be great. Yeah, that'd be really great.
0: Oh, I think that's a great idea. No notes. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Play On It 15 says, The AFL... Could bring in a future for father-son picks as part of trades. I'm sure the trade radio would love to speculate whether Ben Cunnington's newborn will be part of a three-way trade involving Fremantle <laughs> in Sydney. P.S. By mentioning Frio, I think I've helped you fill your WA quota this week. Thank you for that. We have. I love that. I mean, trade radio. The speculate. We talked about this in our trade radio episode. But the mm. level of speculation is off the hook. Imagine if they start doing future picks. And not, and I'm what? not talking like future draft picks. I'm talking like unborn children future picks. But why, why does this have to be speculative? Why can't this be part of the trade period? Oh, fuck. So you've gone from eugenics into <laughs> this Now you're saying we're going to force players to have children? Uh, no, I'm not saying force players to
1: have children. But if a player has a child okay. and there's players around the same age, why can't clubs start to
0: you know do Trade some horse out. trading early yeah. yeah yeah i love it yeah yeah i mean how would you do that though like so okay so you if you've played 100 games you um are guaranteed to be a father-son pick whether or not you're going to get picked or not there's another story but mm. so players can start looking at say like nick revolt's kid who's like i think six or seven and then they yeah. can also look at like nick maxwell's kids and they can start saying well you know We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll maybe give you two Maxwell offspring for one revolt.
1: So here's the thing. I, I think in no disrespect to Nick Maxwell's kid, but I... I, I, I... I just can't imagine Nick Rewalt's child would have got to six or seven without being snapped up by someone. It just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so what you've got to do is you've got to hope that, like, if Jimmy Bartel had a kid around the same time, well, now, that's, now we can get a conversation going. Because right. I, the way I'm looking at our like list like. at this point, yeah, I think we're going to need, we might need a tall guy because, you know, Matthew Scarlett, we're not going to, you know, what, you, you understand where I'm coming from, like. Yeah, I just thought know, that co- Maxwell
0: Revolt was because like they play in opposing positions on the ground. I was trying to find a, a comparison, but you're saying talent level needs to be the same.
1: Although, I, I mean, if I'm making this trade, I'm but again no disrespect for, to Nick Maxwell, who's child. I mean, are you kidding me for Revolt? <laughs> I'll
0: give you give you Come bloody on, cousins as well. You can not have just his <laughs> offspring; you can have his cousins. <laughs> Um, uh, Ang- uh, at Angus McCallum says I would like it to be a number of years at the club rather than games played that way an injured player who's probably going to be a gun might still counts. what does that mean I would like it to be a number of years at the club okay right okay so you can have a gun okay, player yeah. who never fulfilled their potential they played under 100 mm. games But, you know, Mm. for whatever reason, their knees were dodgy. Xavier Clark, you know, he was a gun at St Kilda, just couldn't overcome his injuries. The Saints still Mm. get to draft his offspring because um, uh, uh, it was potential. It was the years of the club. He was at the club for eight eight or nine years. So how would you work it out? So, in a in a perfect world, if you played every game, it would be five seasons, Mm. right? Because it's like 22 games a season. So that's over 100 games. So if that player has played at least five years at your club, you get father-son dibs. I think 10. 10 years. 10 years? Oh, but are you going to keep an injured player? In, uh, has a player it happens played more 10 years often at a club? And think. No, no, I'm really? saying,
1: like, but there's guys that have played, like, no, but they they would have played like 10 or 20 games.
0: In, a, in 10 years. years? You yeah. think it Yeah, club sometimes hangs that happens. Pl- really? No, I guess yeah, so. It there are players who like do, do three knees and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, All right. The thing is, as well, is is those guys are never dickheads. Like, the clubs keep those guys around because they're good around the club and people really like them and, um, mm. you know, they're just good for the players. Uh,
0: at LBD2016CG, <laughs> again, oh, makes me very nervous okay. that it's a All bot. Right, right. Is this about Novak uh, Djokovic? We don't have an opinion. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> as a dog's fan I want to keep it at least until Bont jr is 18 and that is where you do feel slightly icky as a footy fan is when you see footage of like a gun player and you're like oh he's got a son <laughs> just keep an eye on that kid yeah well the, like. the
1: weirdest the weirdest is when you're like oh Bailey Smith he's got a tall girlfriend yeah, they should stay <laughs> together <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, at
0: Holmeal says uh, it should be a father son a father son rule and he's spelt son s u n where if your father played footy for any team you must play for the sons. I mean that's a <laughs> radical direction. I can see it. Tony Cochran, if Tony Cochran pitched that I could see him doing it in all seriousness. And I think if they get Alistair Clarkson there next year, you know legacy coach, then they're going to need to bend the rules a little bit to get the Suns on the map. Maybe that's what happens. Mm. Any father-sons mm. from 2023 onwards have to play for the Suns. I, I just don't see a problem with this at all. I mean,
1: it bumps up against an idea we've had previously around the Gold Coast Suns in their name, but um, I think we can work around that. Uh,
0: at Ramsden 29406782. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is this about the truckers' convoy now?
0: <laughs> uh, it says we've got to make the father-son compulsory. The sons have to play regardless of skill or desire. So that sort of fits in with our conscription idea. That's that's very on brand. Uh, At Curtis McNamara says, the father should have to come out of retirement to play alongside the the son for a minimum of one season. I love that idea. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about playing to nostalgia. So you get Peter Moore back out there, you know, he's just lining up in the back pocket. Or is it that they play alongside their son or... How about we just, because, you know, we've got to be realistic about them being old fellas and stuff, is you just sub out that player for one quarter and their dad plays a quarter per game. Oh, right, right, right.
1: Because I was thinking you could probably manipulate it where if there's a guy that retired ahead of time Mm. because he wanted to spend more time with his family, but you reckon he had another year or two in him, you just pick up their child, no matter how old they were. And then he's got to play because you've picked his four-year-old son at full forward or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. now he has to play because – He has to play. He, so he, and and he also would want to play to protect his child. And that's yeah, kind of a yeah. way – like say say Nick Rewalt retired. I know it's a bad example with him. Um, mm. But if he retired and then they're like, oh, he sh- should have stayed. By the way, mm. well, your, that's your true, son though. Jason – <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible example <laughs> you're going to you're going uh, to get a shot in his uh, reprinted book now he's got a lot of yeah. memory Nick Riewoldt, when it comes to his <laughs> yeah, retirement that's right
0: be rich Stanley and me two chapters just <laughs> Stanley. This Yeah, Stanley
1: yeah, yeah 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 always thought Clawson could have been
0: funnier but just never worked out <laughs> the way I wanted it <laughs> <to. laughs> just didn't work hard enough um uh, so we, I think we should also stick with the idea of when the dads do come back, that they have to put on their old gear. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, it, uh, you know, we, we, we get them out and they're wearing the woolen knit jump with the jumper with the collar. They've got the old shitty boots, like, yeah. you know, M- the pre M- kind of... MCAL uh, <laughs> M- mouth guard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Lachlan Stubbos at that Lachlan Stubbo says, I think Gary Ablett Jr. has been the only son who's better than his father. So I think we should scrap the rule and make it the father and his best mate's kid. Usually there's someone else better that the old man knows. So how about that? Well, how about this? So if your son doesn't want to play football, you can nominate one of your mate's kids. Oh, wow. I wouldn't So it's not father's son, some weird it's father dynamic. best father best mate's son.
1: Father <laughs> That's the father I wish this was my son.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's the disappointed father-son rule.
1: Disappointed disappointed father, why weren't you more like him, son rule. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, at Mega Drop Bear says, do players have to raise their children to draft them? Could players donate their sperm to fans? Can players adopt the best 16-year-olds and then draft them as father-son? Okay, so this requires... A bit of thinking. So basically all the players put their sperm into a a pool that can be accessed by the supporters. So the supporters can then take that sperm and create their own offspring, which then they can offer to the club. So it's kind of similar to what you're saying about Bailey Smith and his tall girlfriend. So Mm. um, just say, you know, you've got um, Christian Petrarca's sperm up for grabs. So you find like a suitable, willing host for that sperm, mm. Mm. and then you go and say, like, you know, if it's, if it's the Saints, it's like, okay, so we've found, we've got this super athlete, she's happy to do it, you know, she's a big Saints fan, she wants to make, create the best possible athlete we can, so we can mm. go and access that sperm and then create, the you know, the, the perfect specimen for either the AFLW or the AFLM team, and then mm. um, 18 years later, they, you know, there's, they don't even have to bid, it's just straight into the system. So I I I just want to pick you up on the wording you said, where we put all the players' sperm
1: into a pool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not literally. <laughs> That's where you lost me because I thought this is just too hard to judge because not all the players I are mean, very good.
0: <laughs> it's not like, it's not like yeah, I imagine mixing. a scientist going up. It's like you turn up with your card and the scientists like, okay, let me just go. And he just gets like, a ladle, <laughs> pours it into like a an old washed out Vegemite jar and hands it to you. It's
1: come out of on, a, come out on an on, inflatable dogs. It's a little, kiddie little more sophisticated pool. than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got porn magazines littered around the side of it. Oh, God. Some players keep going back like mate this is too much we're fine we're
0: good for you <laughs> we've got enough <laughs>
1: Um well I uh I, I I don't know what the fans have to do what so the fans are then in charge
0: of finding the a fans suitable surrogate it. Yeah I mean look I, okay I guess you could make it an official club sanctioned um uh, uh, event where the clubs are the ones accessing the sperm. But I think it makes it a bit more... It opens it up a bit if it's the fans can access it, you know, because maybe there's some untapped talent out there that, you know, the clubs are unaware of, you know. There might be someone out there who thinks like, you know, they combining themselves with the star player's sperm... Or eggs, because we can take it from the mm. AFLW as well. well let's mm. not limit it to that. That they can create like a, a super athlete. I just think it, it it encourages fan engagement.
1: Could it could it be more of a competition basis where you could win something, where a lucky member wins a, a vial of um, you know Jordan to go. Dego- I don't know what like. Probably a bad uh, example. You look, but, I mean, yeah, bad example. The, <laughs> I the, but a you know that. what I mean. Where like this year, you can win. Um, you know, we're giving away one egg from Matty Presbyakis and we're going to give yeah. uh, a vial of sperm from Patrick Cripps,
0: and that's kind of you get oh, into the raffle. And,
1: and or is
0: it is it is it an equalisation thing where if you don't make the eight, you can access the bank, the sperm bank, the egg bank?
1: Oh, that's much better.
0: Yeah. yeah, so clubs we that don't make the ju- eight.
1: Yeah, and you could like Jurassic Park it, I guess. I, I'm sure I'm sure we've got the technology where we could yeah. go and, and I, exhume bodies
0: and find like, oh, this is Gordon
1: Coventry yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, trapped in amber. So I guess that's the other thing too is, is if we want to sort of keep club allegiances, mm. we basically go out to all these former players and we collate all their – genetic materials and we put mm. it so you know yeah as far back as you know we can the saints can go to the remaining players of the 66 premiership team and say guys yeah just squeeze one out for the team and that yeah. way you know we can go and get like an ian stewart like another ian stewart or, yeah. or something like that Doc
1: baldock uh, g'day mrs baldock I'm, I'm sorry to bother you at this time but <laughs> you don't happen to just lying around it's gonna be an odd question I, i'm prepared but yeah
0: where's, in your freezer? where's the doc sock drawer <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doc didn't uh, leave anything in the freezer for us, did he? Uh, I, I do, I think it's a, it's, you know what, it seems like a funny sh- movie that Working Dog could make where yeah. there's a fellow who has to travel around the countryside to find the sperm of the 66 <laughs> saints and yeah. he's, you know, going up country paths and knocking on doors and, you know, one of them owns a It's a heartwarming tale. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a funny tale and then at the end they um maybe 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 the, the real, the maybe the real star
0: footballers the were the friends he made along the way maybe that's what he learns by the end of the film maybe that's
1: yeah yeah maybe yeah maybe the flag is the friends you make along the way there you
0: go <laughs> well i think we've done it again scott uh we are the footy fixers you can find us on two guys one cup afl on twitter and instagram we'll be back next week with the final installment of the footy fixes for 2022, maybe forever. Who knows? Depending on the response oh, to think, this episode, okay. and which... How, how do we, we think there's an episode after this? Like, how yeah, are we not cancelled after this? <laughs> well, we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> but thanks, thank you for everyone who's uh, who, who sending you suggestions. We do rely uh, this episode especially relies heavily <laughs> on user feedback. So when we put the questions out, we do really do appreciate. I, I see a lot of the same handles twitter handles responding which i can never pronounce but we do appreciate each and every one of you i'm charlie Clawson.
1: i'm scott dooley and that is fixed <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. And remember, if you're looking for a footy fix, Two Guys, One Cup is only available on Listener. Download the app and listen for free.